the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This is the best of investing on AM 1220 KDOW, the show that brings you valuable information about real estate, the financial markets, and other economic business of the day. Your host, Edward Brown, is a nationally recognized expert on money and investing who has appeared on CNN and has published numerous articles in national business magazines and newspapers. Now, your host for the best of investing, Edward Brown. Welcome. You're listening to The Best of Investing. I'm your host, Edward Brown, along with my co-host, Mark Hahn, and Nam Fon of Pacific Private Money. Our phone number is 888-912-1190. Use that number to answer the trivia questions for a five-pack tanning certificate given away during this show. That certificate's not sponsored by the radio station, but by Tan Bella Tanning Salon with two locations in San Francisco and one in Marin. And uh, since we're two weeks into uh, uh, January, I thought uh, the uh, trivia theme would be Christmas movies. <laughs> Oh, I miss Christmas. Nostalgia. <laughs> you probably still got your tree up. <laughs> yeah, no, we actually, to believe it or not, we took it down on January on uh, uh, December twenty sixth. Wow! Because my son was home and wanted Jeez. to just really. Yeah. Well, I otherwise I'm going well, to do it by a, myself. Uh, it's too too. Did much. you help out or did he do it all by himself? <laughs> well, I directed him. I said, put <laughs> oh, those so two pieces. To, yeah, it's it's a yeah, I did. That's right. It's a plastic tree. So okay, uh, Mark. So you want to do a look back at. 2010, 10 years ago, 10 years ago, predictions from 2010 about the real estate market. So um, Inman is one of the uh, leading real estate uh, websites that post a lot of articles that we go through on a you know fairly regular basis to keep up with uh, what's happening and predictions. You know, it's still early enough in January that we can talk about uh, predictors, but I thought it would be fun to, um, uh, to talk about this article where they um, had a look back at 2010 predictions. Uh, and so 10 years ago, Inman hosted an article that said uh, 2020 envisioning the future of real estate brokerage. And so here were some of the uh, predictions uh, from back then. Some were right on and some were off. Number one was a prediction that real estate would change from a uh, percentage commission model to a fee-based compensation hmm. model. And you know, it's funny how 10 years later in 2020, we're still talking about that, but very few homes are actually transacting uh, and agents are working on a fee-based model. So it'd be interesting to see whether or not that actually that that does come true in the next several years. Yeah. I know that's one of the one of the predictions uh, going forward of what what real estate in the next 10 years is going to look like. Will we still be paying mm. five and six percent commissions or will it be an a la carte uh, fee based product? Right. Yeah, I think there's so much competition out there now with, you know, the e what do they call the them? E-buyer? I-buyer? Is that what they call I don't them? think they had that 10 years ago, no. even uh, on the radar. I don't think so. Here was one that was completely off. No more agents. <laughs> yeah. So they were. Uh, they thought that real estate by 2020 would be fully automated, uh, where real estate agents had been entirely replaced. 
um, and it would be more of a client experience uh, using um, using uh, social media and the internet. Well, you know that is getting closer, but um, it's funny there were some comments about this article that I was reading that uh, this this whole idea of buying and selling homes with no agents. Uh, a lot of people in the industry just think that that's just not likely to happen in a big way. No, it's too big an asset mm-hmm. to purchase without having a knowledgeable person. It's almost like, you know, doing law without having an attorney just because I read it on the internet. There was also a prediction of less offices and more service, and this was more of a you know consolidation of uh, of um, uh, of companies, which which absolutely has happened. Yeah. Um, and uh, a lot of people are officeless these days, or virtual offices. So that uh, that certainly has come through. Technology changes was another one, of course. I mean, that's a pretty much an easy one to predict. But I, I don't think that people could have predicted just how much technology has uh, changed and some of the new tech that's out there. I mean, everything from uh, being able to see uh, homes uh, from the bird's eye view, you know, all the, all the use of drones now, mm-hmm. uh, oh, yeah. the, the, the virtual staging that you can right. do now. You can yeah. have an empty home Smart. that, uh, and you see pictures of it on the, on the web, and it looks really good. The quality of virtual staging today, nowadays, is, 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 is In the prediction, did they say that the, uh, the best of investing was still, would still be on the radio? <laughs> yeah, that's was right. it your first year, 2010? Yeah, 2010. Yeah. 2010 was our first year. Yeah, can you imagine? Yeah, I had no idea we'd be doing this I, I show. I have a little more gray hair than I had back then. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, uh, that article was actually followed by an article that was uh, the next 10-year prediction. But I, I didn't print that out because as I was – what they did is they interviewed agents, and it was heavily weighted uh, in for some reason in New York where maybe uh, Inman is based. And I don't know. I have found uh, – that um, interviewing real estate agents, you know, as much as I love the real estate agents that I love, there are so many in the industry that I, I would not go to for their, you know, what do you think is going to happen in the next 10 years? I'm not sure that, that a lot of them know what's going to happen in the next 10 minutes. Right. <laughs> so, <laughs> and, and many of them answered as to what they thought was going to happen this year in 2020. And, and there was a lot of, well, I think 2020 is going to look like 2019. It's like, right. that wasn't the question. What do you think is going to happen in the next 10 years? So it just kind of confirms it's funny the the, oh. the comments uh, at the bottom of the article from the people who read it just were like you know these these things are a waste of time and they just re, you know they just I, I read them you know just for the jokes and for the, <laughs> the jokes. for the amusement yeah come for the comments come for yeah. the comments all right hey guys we're gonna cut to our first commercial break uh, first trivia question is name the movie that was mentioned by the FBI in 1947 due to its negative approach about the bankers. Christmas, we're talking Christmas, oh, Christmas movie. Christmas movie. movie oh, okay. Remember, oh. uh, call eight 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 nine one two eleven ninety. The first caller with the correct answer is going to win a tanning certificate. And I want to make a quick mention here for Alcatraz Tours: Buy one, get one free. Alcatraz Tours is launching its third annual Buy One Get One Free ticket promotion. And although Alcatraz Cruises tours uh, often sell out during the year, uh, you, this free ticket promotion is available only on select dates in January and. February. For more information, visit alcatrazcruises.com slash B-O-G-O. What does that stand for? Buy Bogo. one, get one. Yeah. Um, you can also, uh, this uh, offer is only open to Bay Area residents, and they can call 415-981-7625 for purchase tickets at the ticket booth uh, located at Pier 33 Alcatraz Landing. Stay with us. The Best of Investing will be right back. For more information on today's topic, call Edward Brown directly at 888-912-1190. That's 888-912-1190. 
The best of investing will continue in a moment on AM 1220 KDOW. Now, back to the best of investing with your host, Edward Brown, on AM 1220 KDOW. Welcome back to the Best of Investing. I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Mark Honf and Nam Fon of Pacific Private Money. First trivia question was, name the movie that was mentioned by the FBI in 1947 due to its negative approach about the bankers. What Christmas movie are we talking about? Um, it's a Wonderful Life. Yes, yeah, it's very nice. good. That's right. With Mr. Potter, remember? He was a bad banker. <laughs> All right. That's Mark, right. you had some more interesting articles. Yeah, I got a short one here. Social media factors in millennial home buying decisions. And this might you know, seem a little bit obvious, but I thought it was kind of noteworthy. It's no secret that social media influences many buying decisions, but a new survey suggests that it also includes millennials' choices when it comes to purchasing a home. Uh, the survey showed that millennials place a higher value on social media than other generations throughout the home buying process. Uh, when it comes to collecting information during the home buying process, 21% of millennials said that they used the social media platform Pinterest to help them gather data uh, on the, on the, you know, on the homes that they were looking at and particularly, you know, like kitchens and, you know, stairways and bathrooms. And I, it's funny, I, it wasn't on my radar before. I mean, I, I don't know if any of you guys uh, check house, H-O-W-H-O-U-Z-Z. Yeah, you turned me out of that. Yeah, I use that one a lot. But Pinterest lately, I've gone to that is a great one for, you know, collections of pictures of, you know, great places to go on vacation, but also for homes too, home styles, interiors, exteriors. Yep. So is, is Pinterest more for getting idea of what you would like in a home versus yes. actual, actual homes that are for sale, right? Yes. Okay. Is, or, or which ways like that too? They are. They're, they're yeah. both like that, but yeah. it's just interesting that, uh, that millennials would turn towards something like Pinterest. Uh, uh, I, I'm not sure how deep this survey was, uh, cause I, I, do think that house is probably more popular yeah. among older, older generations. Yeah. Um, what I thought was interesting in, in this article is, is almost 50% of millennials admitting to getting ideas from social media uh, versus 35% of Gen Xers and only 16% of boomers. <laughs> Make us feel like Luddites. <laughs> <man. It's> like, <laughs> well, Edward, you and I, we're on the, we're on the, uh, the, the, the tail, end tail end of the end, boomer. Yeah. yeah the, the boomer generation supposedly ended right around the early 60s. I think they cut it off right around 1964, and you and I yeah. were born right around 1960. Yeah. And so, um, and we kind of grew up. I mean, you and I in college is when when computers were um, invented, so invented. to speak. The yeah, Apple, yeah, so the so Apple so came yeah. out, and and uh, yeah, my my entire adult life, I've been using computers and f- consider myself pretty technically savvy. But it's it's amazing how people uh, we run into on a regular basis oh, yeah. in, in business that are our age or maybe just a little bit older that yeah. just are just complete Luddites. It's like, it's like are you kidding me? What, what do you call them? Luddites? Luddites. Luddites yeah. <laughs> what does that stand for? Like low tech. Low tech. Low tech. Yeah, very low yeah. tech. Yeah. And my wife's a Luddite. So. Uh, oh, oh, gotcha. <laughs> I've got to so, fix so everything for Should I finally put my abacus away? Okay. <laughs> you my should slide uh, rule? update your email address from... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> from myspace.com? Okay. <laughs> Okay. So moving on, uh, what the trade war with China really means for America's housing market. Now, you know, it, it's interesting. You know, there's been a lot of uh, discussion about the trade war this year. And uh, did you know that the, the, the uncertainty surrounding the potential trade war with China was actually good for the housing market this year? Um, in fact, it says uh, resolution to the trade war could bring some pain for housing in the future. And here's why. Um, 
you know, stability, better growth, uh, and a growing market actually means higher yields, which result in higher mortgage rates. So what is right for domestic growth and world growth can actually facilitate a demand hit for housing. And it really comes down to what's the 10-year doing. And, and we know that the, mm-hmm. 10-year, uh, the, the, the 10-year treasury rate uh, really dictates what mortgage rates uh, are going to be. And we've really benefited. The low mortgage rates have been a result of the Treasury yield being down in the twos this year, which it was not predicted to be uh, a year ago. Can I ask you um, a quick question? It yeah. just came to mind. Why is it the 10-year? I mean, nobody gets a 10-year mortgage. So, mm-hmm. you know, why wouldn't it be the 30-year Treasury that would be cl- more closely related? Anyone know that? I, I mean, I... Because you're right. I mean, it is the 10-year bond that everyone kind of focuses. Yeah, exactly. Sorry for springing that on you. It just, it just came to mind, but okay. I think it has to do with it's, it's kind of a, it's in between the short-term and the long-term rates. And I think mm-hmm. it's probably okay. a better bet for predicting um, the direction that the economy is heading. Short-term is fairly hmm. volatile. Long-term, uh, much more conservative. I mean, that's, that All would right. be my guess yeah. without actually knowing the yeah. reason no, why. That's a good point. So it, uh, so it says here that the, um, the sweet spot for, the, um, for housing has been right around 2% or below on the 10-year yield. Uh, that has been uh, that has resulted in uh, a growing housing market, growing pricing. Uh, the rate that they say above which uh, we should be concerned about its impact, negative impact on housing, is uh, at two point six, which I think is an interesting. Uh, I don't know where they came up with that number, but they're saying when the ten year goes above two point six, uh, they say that it starts to show negative impact on the housing market. And I just wonder, you know, it's it's only inevitable that I think that. That, uh, the 10 year is going to go above that number and back into the threes, maybe even four. And, uh, and when that happens, uh, and I don't know that it's going to happen uh, in 2020, I don't think it will happen in the next couple of years. It's certainly not predicted to. But when that eventuality uh, rears its head, uh, how that's going to impact affordability and housing prices, especially in more expensive regions of the country like California. Yeah. I have an article that we can cover later about the most competitive neighborhoods uh, in 2019, and many of them were in California. So we can hmm. chat about that. Okay. Yeah, when we uh, come back, we've got a few things. We've got an email uh, asking about yield compression uh, prediction in 2020. Nam, you have a couple of uh, deals of the week. Got some good articles there. So here we're going to get to our second trivia question. Talking Christmas movies here. In the Christmas movie Jingle All the Way with Arnold Schwarzenegger and Sinbad, the doll that was the main goal to get was called Turbo Man. All right. But what craze was all the rage of shopping for kids? Was it based on in real life? So in the movie, you you understand the question? Okay. So in that movie, the big craze was, oh, you got to get a Turbo Man. Okay. But when the movie was made, what was really kind of the the, the rage of of shopping for kids? What what toy? All right. Uh, Call 888-912-1190. Be the first caller with the correct answer. You're going to win that tanning certificate. Want to make a mention here also for the Elk Cove Inn up the Mendocino Coast. Consider a getaway at the Elk Cove Inn for the ultimate stress buster, a boutique bed and breakfast set on a cliff overlooking the Pacific Ocean, recommended by Sunset Magazine. Um, It offers spectacular ocean views. Check them out at elkcoveinn.com and stay with us because you're listening to the best of investing we're going to be right back you're listening to the best of investing with your host edward brown 
For more information, visit bestofinvesting.com. That's bestofinvesting.com. More in a moment on AM 1220 KDOW. You're listening to The Best of Investing on AM 1220 KDOW. Once again, your host, Edward Brown. Welcome back to The Best of Investing. One more time, I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Mark Hoff and Nam Fon of Pacific Private Money. Second trivia question was, um, talking Christmas movies here, in the Christmas movie Jingle All the Way with Arnold Schwarzenegger and Sinbad, the doll that was the main goal to get was called Turbo Man. But what was the craze, all the rage of shopping for kids, uh, was it based on in real life? Do you have a guess, Nam? I do. Do you want to go? Do you cabbage, know? cabbage Patch? Yes, very good. <laughs> yeah. That's Did good. At that, at that, when that movie, that came, a I don't creepy even looking know. doll too. Yeah, yeah, it was. Cabbage patch. And then they came out with Garbage Pail Kids. Remember that? <laughs> Garbage Pail. Yeah, that was like, kind of funny. Three people probably saw that movie. <laughs> Sin, anything with Sinbad, <laughs> only three people would have seen that movie. <laughs> okay, actually, it's kind of the reason I say that is because we actually saw that a few right before Christmas. The kids wanted to see it. Um, they're a little older now, but anyway, okay. The um, <laughs> I don't know why they wanted to see it, but. Uh, a um, question comes in from a listener and says, do you think yield compression will continue in California in 2020? What do you think, Mark? No, you want to take that? One? Sure. Uh, no, wait, <laughs> yeah, I did all the I'll, talking in the last two segments. Yeah, I'll take over. Oh, but I'll chime segment. in if you're wrong. <laughs> the answer is... Yeah. Because this is a prediction. Go ahead. <laughs> I'll, yeah, I'll give my uh, two cents and then let Mark finish up. Right. No, you know, I think yield p- compression will continue. Okay. I think there's... Next question. No, no, <laughs> yeah. Can you uh, no, keep going? Yeah. Um, so what is yield compression for the audience? So yield compression is essentially, you know, it's it's caused by interest or investor demand for good quality loans, uh, in particular real estate. California is a very attractive market for it. Uh, it's a very stable economy, growing tech sector. So a lot of people want to park or invest their money in California real estate, uh, debt being one of them, California or um, debt. So what happens is borrowers who uh, need alternative capital, and they come to companies like Pacific Private Money and others, there's a growing number of alternative lenders because of that uh, supply of capital. So borrowers can go and get uh, shop um, their rates across multiple lenders, and that drives rates down because people want to compete for that uh, quality loan, uh, resulting in better rates for borrowers, resulting in, in lower yield to the investor. So that's going to continue. I mean, we've gone to a number of conferences over the last uh, year where you're seeing just the explosion of the alternative lending space, mm-hmm. uh, largely because um, it's it's an underserved market and one where uh, capital is coming into from other areas, uh, institutional capital in particular. Uh, I think we're in many ways at the very beginning phases of of that, especially in you know what we've talked about before, the non-QM space and. You know, one of these days we'll come up with a better name for it, but essentially non-QM, alternative uh, lending, like uh, what we do at Pacific Private Money, it's only growing. So um, the attractiveness of it from institutional capital is driving rates down some. You're absolutely right, Nam. And really, the I guess the key uh, issue or feature of yield compression is really a phenomena in the private financing, also known as the alternative financing industry. It's not an issue 
in the um, conventional or bank financing, and it's not the same as the inverted yield curve. That's a completely separate, unrelated issue. Yield compression in the private lending space really has to do with the benefits to the borrower and the uh, reverse uh, benefits to the investor, those who are investing in mortgage debt as a way to get above market returns. And so much to the dismay of those who've been investing in mortgage debt for, say, the last maybe 10, 15, 20 years, they've seen their yields on uh, private mortgage debt go from what was as high as 10 percent, maybe even higher uh, in in California down to nine, eight, now even 7%. And it's getting to a point where um, a lot of uh, those investors who've enjoyed those above market yields uh, in California mortgage debt, they're starting to go, well, you know, if it gets too much below seven or even to the sixes, you know, that then now they start having alternatives, maybe considerably more conservative uh, types of investments like muni bonds or corporate debt or other types of things. So it's, uh, it's interesting. We, you know, we're in the industry where we raise capital from private individuals to make our loans and uh, it impacts our ability at Pacific Private Money and companies like ours to to raise private capital when we have to compete in a marketplace where our loan pricing, uh, the, the, the pressures are on us to continue to lower rates uh, over and over again. And so I guess if you're a borrower out there, you should know that 2020 is going to be another good year uh, for private financing. Uh, rates will continue to have downward pressure, as will fees. If you're an investor in mortgage debt, uh, we still are very bullish on the safety and security features of mortgage debt as an uh, investment strategy for a portion of your retirement savings. Um, but uh, we will, we, we do have to respond to the market. It's a supply and demand issue. And really, uh, we don't have control over that. And, um, you know, we might say, well, I want 10%. But it's well, it's good to want. It's interesting, yeah. you know, because you say uh, for a portion of your retirement savings, but even if people aren't in retirement, I mean, it's a good income stream that they can live on. It's good for anybody. Yeah. Hey, yeah. you millennials out there with yeah. all that money yeah. sitting in your account doing nothing. Hey, how would you like to earn 7.5% or more on your savings? And uh, how do they do that? Call us at Pacific Private Money at 415 883 2150 or go to our website and uh, check out the investor tab where we talk about uh, uh, some. Some of the uh, historic yields we've been able to produce, and it looks like, uh, and we ended uh, pretty much 2020 at just in the high seven percent. Right. 2019, 2019, 2019 yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> I'm jumping ahead in my yeah, time yeah, machine. Yeah. <laughs> we ended 2019 uh, with a distributed yield in the high seven percent range, secured by our real estate mortgage pool fund. So again, it's a it's a great place to uh, to park some of that money that uh, you're looking to grow, uh, and uh, at at. Seven and a half percent. It doesn't take long for that uh, money to double. Nope, not at all. Yeah. With no losses. All right. Uh, here's our third trivia question. Again, uh, talking Christmas Christmas movies. In the Christmas movie, A Christmas Story, hmm. the one that plays like 24 hours a day, right? Yeah. Ralphie says he wants something, and he says it 28 times during the movie. What toy does he ask for? <laughs> all right. Call 888-912-1190. Be the first caller with the correct answer. You're going to win that tanning certificate. And when we come back, Nom's got Deal of the Week and a couple of interesting articles to talk about, so don't touch that dial. The best of investing will be right back. For more information on today's topic, call Edward Brown directly at 888-912-1190. That's 888-912-1190. The best of investing will continue in a moment on AM 1220 KDOW. 
Now, back to the best of investing with your host, Edward Brown, on AM 1220 KDOW. Welcome back to the best of investing. I'm Edward Brown, along with Mark Hoff and Nam Fon of Pacific Private Money. Third trivia question. In the Christmas movie, A Christmas Story, Ralphie says he wants something, and he says it 28 times during the movie. What toy does he ask for? You'll put your eye out, kid. He wants a BB gun. <laughs> he wants a Red Rider BB gun. <laughs> that is correct. <laughs> All right. Uh, Mark, do you want to finish off with the yield compression? And Actually, we'll, I wanted we'll to finish ahead. off I'm with sorry. that. I'm <laughs> sorry. Go ahead, Nob. Just um, No, Mark uh, had a great uh, commentary about yield compression and how you know it impacts uh, returns to investors. But you know, I think we did a really good job last year in 2019 of maintaining our um, the fund's returns. It's been really good stable. Point. Uh, while other funds you, we've seen slowly dip into the sixes how did you how did you do that um you know it's it, it's a combination of things really. yeah it really is a combination of the some of the types of loans we do like bridge loans where we can com- command um higher uh rates charge okay. borrowers higher rates just because we're you know it's a, a niche product that we specialize in but also some of the loans that we do we sell off to institutional investors um at a lower yield uh in where we're keeping a higher spread okay and that spread comes back to the fund and yeah, that helps boost the yield, uh-huh. a portion of it. Yeah. So um, those combination of things and really better, you know, liquidity management is another thing. So we're not sitting idle, you mm, know, having idle capital point. for too long. So it's it's kind of a mixed bag of things that, uh, you know, you, if you can control to the best of your ability, you can keep some stability in terms of the yield. So just wanted to add that piece just because I think that's um, – you know, when people hear yield compression, especially investors, we don't, we don't want them to go, oh, my gosh, you know, the returns are going to oh, drop. Oh, good point. That's a very good point. So the Pacific Private Money Fund mm-hmm. has produced a yield uh, over 7.5%. Mm-hmm. And give us a deal of the week so that people can understand, like, what does your company do? Yeah, so this deal of the week is is a loan, actually, that we would not put, generally not put in the fund. It's not going into the fund. Um, so I'll describe the deal of the week, but then talk about some of the general types of loans that we do put in the fund. Uh, This one is a $2.3 million uh, loan down in Southern California and Riverside. It's actually for a um, car dealership. So Hmm. we make loans on residential real estate. Uh, It's what you hear. uh, We talk about a lot on the radio show, but sometimes we have loans that come across that are business purpose that aren't residential real estate. But in this case, it's backed by residential real estate. So this borrower is coming to us because he needs to finish uh, building out a dealership that he purchased, um, has a track record of of successfully running dealerships. Um, and in this case, the, the funds are to, going to be used to finish construction. But how, he's, how we're protecting ourselves is we're crossing against, when I say cross, we're, we're taking lien positions against other property that he owns. So not just a dealership. Right, not just gotcha. a dealership. So okay. this is uh, one that we're selling on privatemoneyloans.com just because it doesn't fit the general characteristics of the fund. Okay. But in this case, we're, we're using uh, residential real estate that he owns as the collateral. So when we do... Um, loans and people will hear us predominantly talk about residential real estate. Oftentimes, it's not what we're necessarily lending on, but it's the collateral we're using to fund or provide the capital. Okay, for. Okay, because if he would have just come to you and said, "Hey, I want to borrow money to build out or finish off my car dealership," That's probably not, wouldn't have done it. Probably wouldn't have. Gotcha. Um, but uh, you know, we we look for different ways to protect ourselves. 
And uh, this is a good loan. We have quite a bit of interest on this. It's $2.3 million loan. It's a 10% yield. Hmm. I mean, a 10% yield would be good for the fund. But again, you know, does it meet some of the other characteristics that we typically look at for a fund loan? And a fund loan typically is going to be more of the residential bridge loans that we talk about on the show where somebody is either moving up or moving down and, um, you know, can't uh, can't afford two mortgages or banks going to tell them no. Um, so we can step in with the bridge loan to help complete the purchase and give them flexibility and time to, to uh, you guys are, what are you laughing at me? Um, to, uh, <laughs> no, Mark is just shaking his head. He doesn't say much, but what he says is strong. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, but those are the typical types of loans that we do in the fund. I want to add something else yeah. too, while we're at it. Um, this is a press release that the SEC came out with, and it's related to the fund. It's uh, came out December 18th. And it's the an amendment to the accredited investor definition. So I All hope right. this this yeah. passes. But yeah. essentially, the SEC is is lobbying for a change to the definition of accredited investor to open up the opportunity to people who currently don't fit the criteria. So the current criteria is that you have to have a million dollar net worth exclusive of your primary residence. So it's largely driven on just your net worth. Or certain income, two hundred thousand annual income that you can show on your W two over the last two years, or three hundred thousand as a couple. So I wonder if some people went to the SEC and said, you know, I'm getting really frustrated because I'd like to, I'm sophisticated, but I don't have those requirements, and I'd like to participate in some of these alternative investments. Exactly. Yeah. So a couple of amendments that are included would would be that it would permit natural persons to qualify as accredited investors based on certain professional certifications or designations. So we've actually had people who were professionals, like had their Series 7 license or um, or had or a, an accounting bra- yeah. background, said, hey, I'd love to invest in your fund. You know, I went to school to understand, you know, yeah. investing, but because I'm younger and I haven't accumulated a million dollars or I haven't, um, you know, my salary hasn't grown yet, I don't qualify. Yeah, because those kind of people might even be more considered accredited than someone who just happens to have $2 million or in the bank. Or somebody inherited a million dollars yeah. and, and has no experience yeah. you know, in, in investing, but they qualify. So Right, exactly. Brings- it's, it's interesting that, that uh, a couple of years ago, they were talking about raising the limit. Yeah. They were saying, well, inflation, uh, oh, I mean, we, yeah. we, set, we set up the bar of a million dollar net worth you know, 20, 30 years ago uh, uh, with the accredited investor definition. Yeah. And now the, the threshold, especially in California, is much lower um so but thank goodness for us because we you know we don't we, we'd like more people not less to be able to invest in our fund but that uh, it's nice that they're looking at actually lowering the uh, the threshold when, for certain professions when would that come to fruition so there's a 60 so this just came out and there's a 60 day public comment period where if you want to weigh in you can uh email and the email address is r-u-l-e rule dash comments at sec.gov. Hmm. So I'm going to create a bunch of fake email addresses <laughs> and comments. In. But seriously, I would we encourage a lot of our investors to because we talk to a lot of people who listen to the show yeah. who submit their information. And we talk to them. And then sadly, we find out that they're not accredited. Yeah. But I would say for the wrong reasons. Yeah, exactly. Um, so I I'm, would really be backing this bill and hopefully, uh, you know, see it pass. So, so we don't know where like, Oh, 60 days to, comment to period comment. They, still in the comment period. Yeah. And then it's going to go, I guess, into committees. So. I, I can't yeah. imagine too many people saying no to it because they don't have to invest. Right. It just right. opens it up more. If people are interested. Right. Absolutely. Yep. 
Gotcha. Hmm. All right. Uh, we don't have a trivia question. Uh, do have a quick mention here for the iconic Pacifica Lighthouse Hotel on Rockaway Beach. You guys have been to Rockaway Beach, haven't you? Yeah, Down it's cool. Close to Half Moon Bay. One of the most uh, beautiful neighborhoods in Pacifica, actually. And let the sound of the surf lull you to sleep in one of our comfortable beds and with fresh white linens or relax in our outdoor hot tub. Proximity to San Francisco International Airport as well as San Francisco itself makes it a perfect spot to wind down after the holidays without all the hustle and bustle of a big city. Check them out at PacificaLighthouse.com Alright, when we come back, we're going to have some closing comments and uh, you know, this is so funny, it says here uh, we just got a fax at work. We didn't know we had a fax machine. The entire department just stared at it. I poked it with a stick. <laughs> I like that one. All right, stay with us. The Best of Investing will be right back. You're listening to The Best of Investing with your host, Edward Brown. For more information, visit bestofinvesting.com. That's bestofinvesting.com. More in a moment on AM 1220 KDOW. You're listening to The Best of Investing on AM 1220 KDOW. Once again, your host, Edward Brown. Welcome back to the Best of Investing. Last time for today, I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Mark Hoffman, Nam Fon of Pacific Private Money. Nam, uh, last year, uh, Pacific Private Money did some fund events. You're going to be doing some more coming into 2020? Yeah, we were just talking about some of the fund events we did or how many we did last year. We, we actually didn't do as many, although we ended it with the flurry in October, where we had three events uh, over three weeks. But Going into uh, 2020, I think we're going to increase that, and we will go to places where we haven't been before. So Sonoma County is certainly on our radar to go, and we'll probably schedule it for February. And then after that, well, we owe uh, Santa Clara County a visit. <laughs> we owe them. Yeah. Now, last been... time, I uh, partnered with uh, Steve Moskowitz, so yeah. people got some uh, interesting tax advice. Yeah, I'll definitely uh, reach out to them again and see if they would like to join us on a, a few of our road shows. Yeah. yeah, and these are fun informational events, and they're you know they're very low key. We try to make them fun and interesting, uh, where we talk about you know what is a mortgage pool fund, uh, what's a trustee investment, uh, you know what uh, uh, what do we you know what do we invest. Uh, your money into, you know, how we generate the type of yields that we generate. Uh, it's very, it's very interesting. And, and uh, uh, we try to mix it up. It, if you've been to one of the fun events before, it's usually not the same fun event. We add new slides, we add new information, uh, we show you, you know, charts and graphs, but uh, not too many of them. In fact, actually, we've, we've been doing less slides and, and more anecdotes and more kind of direct information. You know, it's, it's non-scripted, uh, our yeah. presentation, it's Edward and I and Nam, uh, sharing information about, uh, you know, what's what we believe is happening in the marketplace, why we're still bullish on uh, real estate debt as an investment. It's just it's a, it's just a great informational event. And as Nam said, we're going to try to do more uh, of these events. And we, we really want to go throughout the Bay Area, go where no fund has yeah. gone before. Actually, we haven't you know, done do one in San Trek. Francisco. Well, that's true. Yeah. We, have yeah. not, we have not done yeah. one in the city. And, and here's one of the things that we kind of forget to talk about, which is kind of a major part. We do it at the fund event, but we haven't done it on the radio too often. And that is most people will qualify if they're in the fund for that 20% Q bid, which is a new tax law. So right. if, if you pay out new tax benefit, exactly. If you're paying, just to make the number simple, 8%, you only have to report 6.4%. And pay taxes on that. Another way to look at it is if you put money in the fund and you've earned, let's say, 
$10,000 worth of interest income during the year, you only have to report, if you qualify, $8,000. So that there's $2,000 that's basically tax-free. Now, that makes more sense to me than what you said, Edward. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. You're a smart guy. You, can do, you can't do percentages in your head. <laughs> sure you can. All right, guys. We've got one more minute before we have to break. What, do you, what else uh, going on? So for more information about uh, what we do at Pacific Private Money, both in terms of our always increasing loan programs, not increasing in price, but the types of loans that we do. We've got uh, a plethora of loan products, ground up construction, uh, consumer seconds, consumer purchase money loans. And now we're adding non-QM this year, which is basically uh, uh, great for self-employed people who would normally qualify for bank financing, but they just take too darn long to approve your loan. Uh, And then if you're an investor, uh, we just have a lot of different uh, investment vehicles. We're adding another fund uh, this year that uh, is going to focus on ground-up construction. Just a lot of things. We're really looking to scale and grow at Pacific Private Money, and and uh, uh, you would do yourself uh, a, a, a good uh, deed by staying on top of the changes here and the offerings that we have both for our borrower clients and for our investor clients. And again, for more information, always feel free to go to our website at PacificPrivateMoney.com. We are always adding new information, new pages, and new programs. So the whole idea is to uh, get a fair yield without taking undue risk. I like that. All right. We have some inspirational thoughts for the day. When you wake up in the morning, you have two choices. Go back to sleep and dream your dreams or wake up and chase those dreams. Hmm. I like that. And remember, a diamond is merely a lump of coal that did well under pressure. (laughs) <laughs> what are you laughing at? That's pretty inspirational. Gee, I come up with these great ones. For, I didn't make I'm them up. I'm laughing with you. What's that? I'm laughing with you. <laughs> I, well, I you. wasn't laughing. Oh. I, thought that, I thought that was pretty good. That's you good. know, I mean, right? Isn't that, that how is, you create a diamond? You take coal and you put it under pressure? Yeah. And that, the other thing is that you do well under pressure, right? A you diamond know? is a lemon that made lemonade. Okay, that's, that? a, that's, a, that's another way to, to, to put it. I like that. Tune in next week to the Best of Investing. We're going to be giving away more free prizes and giving more thoughts for the day and for that's answering trivia questions. Thanks for listening. On behalf of our team, I'm Edward Brown, wishing you the best of investing. Slow, so long. You've been listening to the Best of Investing with Edward Brown. For more information on this program, call 888-912-1190. That's 888-912-1190 or visit bestofinvesting.com. And join us again next week for the best of investing on the Bay Area's business leader, AM 1220 KDLW. This radio broadcast is in no way an offer to sell securities except where applicable in states where we are registered or where an exemption or exclusion from such registration exists. Information discussed during this broadcast, whether stock quotes, charts, articles, or any other statement or statements regarding market or other financial information is obtained from sources which we believe are reliable, but we do not warrant or guarantee the timeliness or accuracy of this information. Nothing in this broadcast should be interpreted to state or imply that past results are an indication of future performance. There are no warranties expressed or implied as to accuracy, completeness, or results obtained from this broadcast.